Dente Rigamotus. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have bedtime. Alright, good night guys. Sleep well. I'm out. <laughs> it's a happy time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're doing the creepy pasta. John, fuck yeah! <laughs> Alright! <laughs> I'm gonna kick the Sandman in, the f- in his face with my energy legs, because you know. <laughs> Sandman will be like so to that down. Make me listen to that way too much. Probably. Uh, but yeah, we're doing bedtime uh, by Michael Whitehouse. Um, you can check it out on Wiki. How? Yes. Sorry, that was an Armageddon reference for every you know that person who got it. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at you, Jim. I just hope that one person who got it is actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> My Armageddon sense is tingling. I must listen to this. Pa- I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's on creepypasta.wiki. You can check it out there. Um, on your phone. S- several readings of it on YouTube. Um, I'll leave a link in the description below. And apparently, a ambulance is rushing to get us out of here. <laughs> um, I called them preemptively for you. Uh, good idea. <laughs> step, step. <laughs> you guys didn't like the story already <laughs> that badly, eh? They had to kill the cultists again. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll jump right in. Oh yeah, uh, if you don't know what creepypasta are, go Google it. Um, they're short internet stories that get copied and pasted across the internet. That's why we've been doing this show for two years. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll dive right into this one. Um, so this guy is recounting <laughs> recounting his terrifying experience that uh, haunts him to this day from when he was eight. Um, he used to sleep in a bunk bed with his older brother, but he gets moved to a the, a narrow room at the back of the house when his brother wants his own room because he's older. Um, and so he moves, gets moved into this new room with the bunk bed. Um, and hey, he gets the. Why don't uh, they move the one who wants bed, or like the the sorry, not yeah, the bed, I, I, yeah, I the, guess so. The bedroom alone. Um, seniority. <laughs> That's about the gist of it. But yeah, yeah. you think like the older oh, kids are older, you get the new room. Yeah, That's yeah, how it always worked room. in my house. Yeah, no. But yeah, okay, you're right. If it was the baker room, it's like, oh, he's six inches taller than you. He needs more room. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, so it's here, uh, sleeping on the top bunk of the bed, um, that he begins receiving um, an unseen visitor that scares him at night. He in needs the an bottom, adult in the bottom bunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the bottom bunk, like this thrashing. Like he never gets. We never get like what this. Thi- we never see this thing, but it's like thrashing through the uh, the covers of the uh, the bottom bunk. Um, well. It really moved when it first. Yeah, as if it's just like kind of restless. Yeah, yeah. like a restless um, sleeper. So, and yeah. then when once the kid screams for his mom, yeah, then it gets the bed starts shaking. I'm gonna say violently. violent, but it's really just against the bed, not not him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like the bed like hits the walls and stuff like that when it's shaking. But then it all stops as soon as the mom comes into the ho- into the room, um, and 
So you hear that, kids at home? If you're slightly <coughs> startled in the middle of the night, and for some reason listening to this show, call for your mother as loud as you can, because nothing can Go harm on. you as long as she's in the... Yeah. A public um, service announcement from Dr. Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real doctor. <laughs> I am not a doctor. <laughs> um, I'm a doctor and kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so everything seems fine um, all the way through the morning uh, with the mom there. Sleeping um, in the bottom. Yeah. Um, and the next day, uh, he's playing with friends outside in the backyard, and, uh, but gets this, like, like, every so often he'll get this, like, dread of the, the window to that narrow room. Um, and he's just not looking forward to going back in there. And that night, um, with the realization that what's, the, the visitor is, is a ghost, um, the visitor's activities... Um, I think it's pronounced ghost! <laughs> yeah. Um, the visitor's activities change um, almost instantly uh, from just, like, restless to, like, beginning to wheeze and rasp and then starts, pr- uh, like, prodding the um, the wood um, the, the wood supports for the top bunk and then through the mattress with a finger and then starts, like, jabbing the kid through the mattress with a finger. Um... And the boy screams for his mom, and the shaking is violent again, and then it stops immediately after the mom shows up. And this cycle proceeds for several months until the winter, when his mom has to uh, has to care for the boy's ailing grandmother, um, and won't be in the house overnight. So he tries to defend himself by ripping the bottom mattress and uh, bunk supports um, away from the bottom bunk. And putting in, like, a desk and dresser, and he, like, covers it up. I was like, oh, I'm making an office. And his dad's just like, that's adorable. (laughs) You should start calling it a cubicle now, son. (laughs) (laughs) Too real. (laughs) Uh, Which is... Yeah, really, really, yeah. Um, And... He also grabs a crucifix from his mom's jewelry box that he saw, because, hey, I, when I was a kid, I believed in God. <laughs> I don't believe in him anymore, but <laughs> at the time, it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> and if horror movies are anything, like, well, that's kind of a little bit believable for a kid. Um, and so that night, he is horrified when the thing is no longer at the bottom, but on top of him, under the covers... And that cross is missing from under the he pillow. He really yet. needs an adult. He really needs an adult at this point. Um, the thing is seemingly sleeping or resting, um, and so he struggles to keep it together all night, debating a plan of escape, um, until the thing starts like grabbing hold a little bit tighter and then latch, uh, latches onto him more firmly and proceeds to drag, try and drag him into the wall, which he realizes is where it's been coming from. Um... He holds on with uh, the, the struggle till sun till the sunlight starts pouring into the bed into the room, but um, uh, passes out from the creature like finally choking him, and then he wakes up to his dad asking if he wants breakfast, and to which shortly after he immediately moves the bed as far away from walls as possible in this narrow room. Um, as an adult, him uh, he can't think of any way to excuse the logical reasons for this occurrence aside from like it's like he can't he can't deny sleep paralysis might be a thing the hallucinations the um the whatnot but he leaves off with saying that after the biggest incident his parents swapped rooms there with him um so that 
like they just really needed the room for like sleeping. They didn't need it for anything else, so they gave him their room. And then the, uh, they lasted about ten days before the whole family moved on the eleventh day. Um, dun dun dun. End. Um, I should also mention this is bedtime one because there is actually two more sequels. There's two sequels to this. We'll get to those in a later episode. Um, so. My thoughts on this one. Uh, the author takes their time building up the story of events happening to this eight-year-old self uh, and building the suspense of what's yeah, going on. It takes but, like half but, the story to get to the first yeah, fucking one. A little too much. Like Some of the sentences use way too many commas and go way too long. Wow, like the death of Robin. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I, literally, I was like literally reading one like that, like looked like a par- like a small paragraph, and then I realized that there's just a lot of commas in it, like at least five. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, no, that's not no. Um, he constantly refers uh, back to this room being really narrow, though, or, yeah. with just enough room to have a bunk bed and some dressers. But it apparently has enough room as well for an eight-year-old to rip off, to pull a mattress away from the bed, um, or to move that bed effectively away from any walls. So that's easy. If it's wide enough on its narrowest side, okay, to yeah, fit I guess the bed lengthways. Yeah, he could turn the bed at a ninety-degree angle and center it. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> otherwise, how would his parents bed fit That's true. Yeah. I don't know, it's just like he kept and focusing I mean, like, on narrow, like the narrow room. That like and it was like, well if it's so narrow, like how are you able yeah, anyway, uh, to me it was just like it's a nitpick probably, but I, I grew yeah, up told in a nitpick, narrow yeah. bedroom because <laughs> and it was the exact same thing. Like if I had to put my bed across the room, I actually did um as I was older I did actually cut my room in half because it was actually a room and a half. Okay. But because it was cut in half, there was a longer, like, they were both longer yeah. than they were wide. And uh, I actually cut it in half by putting a futon up ah. and using that area as a TV area and then using the back of it for storage and then using the stuff past the wall as my bedroom. Gotcha. I had a little suite up yeah. in my... <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it. My, my childhood bedroom, when I was like 15, turned into a little, like that, turned into a little bedroom suite. Yeah. <laughs> um, the monster in this one, um, I know we didn't describe it in the narr- in the rundown, but it's kind of cool and creepy. It's very kind of, it kind of comes off as like a little bit like an imp meets like the Samara from The Ring, like long black hair. Um, at least that's what, and like, that's what we kind of get description of. Um, and it's coming out of the wall. Um... To, I think it was done pretty well, although there's an issue at the at the end of it um, where I wasn't sure if the thing was invisible or just he couldn't see it in the dark, um, the way it's described. Personally, um, I just got confused with like whether or not this thing is actually like visible to this kid or if he's just like feeling what looks feels like horrible things. Um, the wall thing's a cool revel- little revelation for me at the end, um, like the whole like coming like it's it wasn't just like a poltergeist or something like a ghost something like that uh, ghost child or ghost monster living in uh, in the house in the room it was actually like coming out of a wall at him um the way he escapes the monster is a bit weak to me like he just wakes up after being choked out by the creature why didn't he get killed or like taken to the wall world or whatever um while i expect that fainting ending from lovecraft i think this would have been a stronger um ending uh, had he held on enough for the sunlight to like hit the creature and drive it away back into the wall, um, not even kill it, maybe even just like weaken it somehow, uh, it would have tied better for the childhood theming of the story, I felt. Um, 
And well, I do actually kind of like that he doesn't try to deny the fact that like a lot of this could have just been like this this whole like encounter and this whole event could have been like like he he doesn't like deny like lo- the logical reasoning of like sleep paralysis and stuff like that um but he does leave off with his like the parent situation so he leaves it with a what was it like what's going on like is it is not like it leaves the reader to like to get to wonder at the end of it and no, i kind of like it that, pretty but. it pretty flatly states this is real and the fact that he's like well, I can't prove it's not this was kind of so. Yeah, that was weak. He doesn't like that? Okay. Yeah, well, because he immediately <laughs> hits you with evidence supporting. And I mean, like, it honestly, if he was going to bring up sleep paralysis or yeah. even nightmares yeah. or whatever, just nightmares, yeah. it would have been better for him to bring them up and then deny the possibility. Like, you might not believe me, but trust me, that's not what this was. Yeah. It would have been better for him to deny them in the same breath as to bring them up, mm-hmm. yeah. or to just not have them up. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, the whole reading this whole story, like I was like, yeah, this is sleep paralysis. No, or at least that's what I would have felt like. Um, it was going to like re- like re- the revelation for me, anyways. Um, but uh, apparently, I'm a big dummy. Um, and uh, at the end, it was just like, oh, that's so it wasn't. Honestly, like, to me, right. it played like Night Terrors. Yeah, mm. it much more Night Terrors, and that wasn't even. All right, listed. I'm not really familiar with Night Terrors. Yeah, so yeah, I'm neither not familiar with them either. But, but <laughs> based on the name and the fact that yeah, it just it that's what it seemed more like to me. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like Night Terrors are the thing where like the you think something's on you or something like that, or is that no, still sleep paralysis? I still sleep okay. paralysis. All right, yeah. All right. Well, that's my that's my stuff about this one because yeah. So, Mikey Easton's Revolver, or Doctor Wyvern. Well, the whole sleep paralysis explanation is not clearly what it is because he explains that he moves when the creature is there. Yeah. Okay. And paralysis, and paralysis is in the name, <laughs> so you're paralyzed. You there was a moment. There was a brief moment where he's like, "Hey, I tried yeah, to scream, I couldn't." And then what? The, <laughs> but, yeah. Depending on when this was written, sleep paralysis has uh, Sleep paralysis has there we go been um, a pretty it word in the world of you know horror right now. Yeah, and it has been for. Not Elm Street. <laughs> no, not that long. Because in Nightmare on Elm Street, they would have gone with nightmares, or possibly night. As far as nightmares, nightmares yeah. Sleep paralysis, in comparison, is a fairly new term, mm-hmm. but it's also been around for a few years. Yeah. Um. So I think that may have been why it was used. Um. Also, spoiler alert. I'm guessing this person wasn't exactly old. Yeah. Because. His parents made it ten days. Dinged on the eleventh. It's kind of hard for adults with children, yeah, to move in a day. Yeah, that, well, it would have been less than a day. To be fair, that yeah, that happens in movie horror movies, in bad horror movies, not in real life. Logistically, it, so like that literally happened in Poltergeist one. I think they just like got up and left. <laughs> no, they got up and went with their grandmother. They didn't get up and move. Oh, yeah, I guess they yeah, packed okay. up. They, they, they got Sorry, what they I, I, could I and about into the car yeah. and went to live with grandmother. Sorry, I forgot about the second movie for a second. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, they didn't move in a day. Their house is well, still there. No, oh, no, no, it no, isn't, no. actually. Yeah, so you just brought up a really bad... I'm sorry. Really I'll, just, bad I'll just walk in. I'll leave. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> you know where the door yeah. is. Function. <laughs> 
Excellent. <laughs> Welcome to the Dr. Leviathan Show. And Mikey, the East End for evil. Uh, yeah, you guys do that. <laughs> also, that's my recorder. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore and tell you leaves again. <laughs> Proceed. Yeah, so for the whole ten days, like, obviously the parents were planning to move, and the ten days was, I don't want to have to deal with him constantly... Yelling in the middle of the night, or yeah, yeah, like the, the, so ch- the child will see what's going on, and we'll sleep there for ten days, and then we're gone. Peace of mind, nice, logical adult thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and to be like that, like he's telling it from his perspective. So to his perspective, it's like, well, that like we left on the eleventh day. It's like, yeah, you did, you're as a child, you didn't see what was going on with what your parents were actually doing and stuff. Well, and I think what he was actually trying to sell was the fact that it happened to them yeah, as no, well. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, yeah, obviously just, I don't know, living in some magic world where you can set up a move in, like, 12 hours. Yeah. Set up and execute a move in 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 back to the uh, thing. So, the second paragraph. Uh, he says, as someone who is trained in the sciences, yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I cannot prove that what happened to me was objectively real, but I can swear that what I experienced was genuine horror. I love that term, objectively real. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I've ever heard that term anywhere. <laughs> like, it's either real or it's not. There, There's no objectivity with real. There's objectivity with truth. With so many other things. Um, I also really, really loved as someone who is trained in the sciences. Yeah, I don't know why that was well, there. Well, to, aside from it, like, it, it's supposed yeah. to set him up as a logical, real world thinker. However, he's only trained in the science. I am a devout atheist. I can become trained in theology. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't change the fact that I am a man of science, that I have a scientific mind. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's it's there to really just say, it's like, I'm a logical thinker. It's like, but but, but but the way he says it, it, it's like, well, you're a logical thinker, but you're not a very good thinker. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you can become trained in anything, like... You know, the aforementioned all those shit tons of cubicle workers. They're trained like that. That's not their natural habitat. <laughs> the natural habitat of the cubicle worker. <laughs> Notice the spillproof mug. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, what's yes. your gripe about Yeah. Because um, I totally just jumped on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you touched on a lot of points, but then I think he uses us like sort of part of his opening so that when he gets to the closing, he can say, Call it superstition, if you will, but as I said, I cannot discount conventional explanations such as sleep paralysis, hallucination, or that of or overactive imagination. So, sleep paralysis we've already talked about. Yeah. Hallucination. Um, the, the key thing for psychology, for hallucination, is that it usually only... Well, it only affects one sense. So you have visual, or you have audio. No, you can have visual, audio, hallucination. You can combine the two. You sure? Fairly certain. Not as it's defined by psychology. Oh, weird. Hmm. So, because somebody can have a visual... Well, the example that I remember from my psychology class that I took was that somebody saw 
the 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 rock group Kiss. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere they went. Oh. And like there was an elevator, only them in there, but they were there, and that was the only time that they talked to them in public was if they're like secluded or something. But they were everywhere. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a creepy pasta in itself. <laughs> but they, so. so it was he. They only he only saw them though. He never actually like talked to them like with like a two way conversation. No, not a two way conversation. But yeah, actually, I, I was kind of with Doctor Levi. I thought audio visual hallucinations were a thing too. But then again, I watch a lot of horror movies, so yeah. be that as it will. Mm, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, discounted. <laughs> All right. And then overactive imagination. A review cultist can probably speak to this. He has a relatively active imagination. Yeah. Have you ever imagined a very creepy monster standing right beside yes. you? Yes. And strength enough to strangle you? Um. Well, I've had. Well, I probably had nightmares, <laughs> but um, I have had actually recently. Um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a, a part where I was lucidly awake, like getting to sleep, and I heard a beeping sound somewhere in the house, and I was like, "The hell's that? It's probably the fire thing." And then immediately afterward, um, I heard what looked like, sounded like a truck, like driving past a, like a really heavy truck uh, parking outside, but it kept going, and I was like, "Aliens are coming! The aliens are coming!" <laughs> and it freaked me out. Like I literally was hyperventilating, and I had to stop. I had to but like you slow down. Touched. I wasn't touched. No, but. You didn't need an adult. My imagination was definitely overreacting. Yes, or, but this thing strangled the Yeah, kid. I know, yeah. And so, yeah, it does harken back to like the fact that it's... Now, yeah, yes. that being said, um, a child's overactive imagination, theoretically, it could be so overactive that the kid loses control of what it's imagining, so the kid's imagining being choked. Yeah. Because he never mentions anything about bruises on the neck, or, mm -hmm. like, his dad asking him, like, what the hell happened to your neck? Which, if you've been choked to the point of unconsciousness, you're, gonna you're have not some necessarily <laughs> gonna have some bruising, but I wouldn't be surprised about it. Yeah. So, um, like, that's all... Th that's possibility yeah because it, it if his is. if his imagination is saying you're being choked then his brain is saying i'm being choked yeah it's time to pass out mm -hmm. or it was all a dream in the first place exactly which yeah. whereas nightmares or well, yeah. night terrors Come fit in. it a yeah. lot more yeah and actually <laughs> reading this a lot of those um the things that were happening like him like the the poking in the like foot through the mattress and um hearing that weird noise that, like below your bed and stuff like that yeah i experienced those as a kid like night like those were like ringing true for like my night terrors or my nightmares at least or like the thing where like I, I, you think you're lucid you're awake but you're like lucidly dreaming yeah i definitely well, like i was like definitely a like, fucking kid and yeah. you know you watched one too many um, not <laughs> or, quite safe for you movies poltergeist <laughs> Species. <laughs> Hellraiser. <laughs> As a kid. Never gave me that. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> moving right along. Gave me a one. Oh, uh, okay. Sticky. Right. Keep moving. <laughs> it's not like that. I meant like drying blood, you sicko. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's that one, that kind of episode, is it? <laughs> Alright. Alright, so, uh, now this one took me a while to 
Think Justify about. for yourself? Well, you nitpicking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I thought of it a few hours after reading type thing. Uh, I woke gradually. The room was once again dark. As my eyes adjusted, I could gradually make out the window and the door. He's been sleeping. His eyes are already adjusted to darkness. What needs to be adjusted? Yeah. When you wake yeah. up, you've got pretty good night vision. Yeah. I, I actually... Yeah. That one was in my head when I read it. I was like, why are your eyes adjusting? What are they adjusting to? The fact that there's more light? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, as someone who worked nights, oftentimes when I'd wake up, it'd be a fuck ton brighter than it was when I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like... I was like, no, no. And I still, as a teenager, I suffered from not quite insomnia, but I woke up like after three hours of sleep, and I was just like... <laughs> and I could see. Like, I mean, obviously not as good as right now, but, you know, I could walk around you can and not your bash my shins yeah. immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's... Okay. That's not quite a nitpick. That that's that's pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty like logical fa- like that's a pretty logical fallacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, and well, just another thing that sort I sort of thought of was uh, we've determined that the monster doesn't like light. Yeah, it's a kid. Nightlight. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that, yeah again, another another re- like thing to like try and defend Why against. Why the it, fuck? But... Well, and I mean, the fact that's that going on for months. Exactly, it goes on for months, and his parents don't buy a nightlight. Like, yeah. Also, this kid's eight years old. I know. Like... I mean, if I was if I was moving my youngest kid into a room on their own, I'd be like, okay, his older brother isn't there. We're gonna have a nightlight on standby because I'm not fucking having two sleepless nights. Yeah, you know, like I'm not, ha- I'm not having a shit ton of sleepless nights before we solve this. It's going to, like, if he has a problem, I'm just gonna say, bam, problem solved. <laughs> also, yeah, like I mean, and yeah, like, like again, months go by of like the cycle of like the bomb coming into that room and stuff like that, and like he keeps describing them as like a caring, loving family. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Like, I'm sure that's the case, but I mean, just based I don't off know. Of my own no childhood, fucking nightlight. Hang on, hang on, yeah, just based <laughs> on my own childhood experiences, um, there's a difference between like loving and caring and stupidity, <laughs> of, or or just not like like again, the nightlight would have come out, the mom would not be going in there every night and like like yeah. uh, to, to every time the child like after about maybe a week at the most at least for like my family uh, my mom would have had would have had enough and just made me like just sleep alone yeah throwing <laughs> you to the wolves yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like that is either the thing. I mean that's if the nightlight doesn't work exactly yeah like the nightlight would have been the, the and next and if it the had kept going like I mean I can't <laughs> I can't really think like I can't imagine the parent where a child is going through Again, what I viewed as night terrors. Yeah, mm-hmm. for a month, like for an entire month, yeah. without taking them to a doctor. Yeah, like they're going to take them to like, the family the pediatrician. Kids... Yeah, and they're gonna say, you know, like he's been having night terrors for a month now. What? Yeah. you know, what? What can? What are? What can we do to go forward? Yeah, to put a stop to this because, like, 
it's obvious. It, it's clearly affecting the world. <laughs> well, like the world in that their household. little co- yeah, their little environment. Like the kid's like not saying what what's happening, but he keeps like gibber- like he keeps like repeating like murmuring uh, when when she's she asks nightmare nightmare nightmare. It's like yeah okay yeah this kid needs to be go go to like ch- needs to get checked out a little bit like yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it like just yeah just a quick checkup. See well, what can he, be done. He needs, yeah. If the nightlight doesn't work, <laughs> the nightlight should have been there, and it just wasn't in this yeah. story. Is the problem? <laughs> and that—that's actually, I'm gonna. Um, nothing is in the story. Like the dad isn't in the story until <laughs> he's asking if he wants me to make breakfast. Yeah. The brother isn't in this story at and, all. Yeah. It's the really mother just, isn't in this story. The mother is a plot. She's device. yeah. She's. She's not in the story. The fact that she comes and checks on him is in this story. Yeah. His friends that he plays with. They're all faceless story. figures. Exactly. Every, like... It's all him, 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 and the creature. Yeah. That, again, is unseen until the very end where we get the description. And, I, again, like, the, it's a cool creature, but, like, yeah, it's, just, it's really just this struggle between him and his nightmare. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we went on a rant there for a second. <laughs> It's okay, it gives him time to collect his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it all fell apart in the first sentence. Bedtime is supposed to be a happy event for a tired child. No. <laughs> yeah, as an uncle, no. <laughs> yeah, I've tried to put a lot of kids to bed. Well, not a lot, but I've tried to put, you know, a few kids to bed in my day, and they've never been happy about well, it. And I'm... Not that fun. <laughs> you know, to the point where they'd want to lose sleep over hanging out with you. Yeah. Yeah, my niece is... <laughs> she hates sleep. She hates going to bed. And she, Well, mind you, she's two, but... Well, yeah. of course she does. There's something coming out of the wall and canoodling her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely getting some needed adult, needed adults in some of these parts of this, movie, this story. I was like, where are you going, story? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it was just for fun. Yeah. yeah was, it's, it's creepy. Like, yeah. it's definitely a... Like, it, it's, it's kind of like... It's an effect well, creepy. It's like, like it's, it's wheezy and just, you know... I was like, oh man, dirty old man, dirty old man. Yeah. I was like, you need an adult. And then he's like, mom. And I'm like, good call. (laughs) The power of mother compels you. Uh, Sorry, my key. East does real. (laughs) Do you have anything else? Uh, No, I've gone through my list. All right. I I think I've griped about every gripe I've got, but uh, there there are actually some nice things I want to say. <gasps> Sorry, it's not happen? that odd. I just never say them about you. Oh. <laughs> think on. Um, Show <laughs> I actually um, I liked the pacing of this. Uh, except for as so common up until the end, but this wasn't the worst offender yeah. of the end time rush. I was actually looking for that. Like I was like, I was like, oh, it, this one's gonna have that. It it did go a little quickly, but and it could have been extended, but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily not work. Mm-hmm. Um, like it still works, just could have been a little longer. Um, so definitely not the worst offender to. Um, end time rush time um but the fact that you're like halfway through this story before the first like night terror hits Mm -hmm. um spends the time you know establishing maybe not 
you know, the family or, you know, a day in the life of. But establishing the bedtime thing and the fact of what was different now and yada, yada, yada. Um, also, my mind went nuts. Um, like, between the first night terror and between the night he woke up and it was, like, canoodling him, um, my mind went nuts with possibilities. Yeah. And it was awesome. <laughs> um, like, I was like, oh, man, it's probably, you know, all just dreams and shit, and, you know, he yells. And, and then I was like, oh, man, like, um, the first night when, you know, his mom sleeps in the bottom bunk, I was like, oh, man. I'm picturing it canoodling her, like, like it's down there with her still, and it's, like, its motivations throughout the entire story. I was like, oh, it just, you know, it wants, it wants its mother. Yeah. But its mother's gone, because it's a g g g g g ghost yeah. that it wants, you know, the next best thing. Someone else's mother. Um, and, like, I was like, oh, my God. So... The ending disappointed me, but that's because I came up with, like, a good handful of, of other, other story, like, of other stories or motivations or possibilities for the monster that pleased me more, and I'm trying not to hold it against the actual ending that we got, because... It's not too bad. It's not really fair of me, yeah. because, you know, uh, I, come up, I came up with a better uh, end for you. It happens a lot, to be completely honest, when I'm watching yep. movies or what have you. Reading um, or stories <laughs> in general. Um, not stories in general, because I tend to read um, stories by good authors. Ah. I'm very picky about the authors I read. <laughs> so they can usually outdo me. <laughs> you know, I'm not better than Clive Barker or okay. Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. Even I do not have that much of an inflated ego. Um... But yeah, so, um, I honestly, I just, I tried to remain unopinionated about the ending because I did better, but again, that, that's something that happens a lot, but the fact that he painted the scenes well enough in the, like, in the middle part, mm -hmm. I gotta give kudos to because, you know, like, my mind, not literally, but, you know, quite figuratively, ran in just, just out of control with possibilities and imagining and it's not every certainly not every creepypasta that can paint a that can paint that image for me now it might also have been the fact that when I was a kid I lived in a narrow like my bedroom was a narrow room so, so you were just kind of like that's I your, can that, picture that, that's this room you, yeah exactly yeah. I can picture mm -hmm. this room really well yeah. because I just picture my childhood bedroom and rearrange the furniture yeah I had a pretty vivid image in my head for what was what it looked like um but. But yeah, other than that, um, and my previous gripes, um, I don't really have anything to say about this one. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, there is, actually, there's one quick thing that you, because you're bringing up like, about, like the, the creature and like how you had different ideas. One actually thing that did pop in my head, actually, when the creature was on him and like kind of like holding him down and like he was freaking out about it, I was like, for a second, I was like, this kid, this creature isn't very, isn't being really threatening right now. Is this going to go weird, like, some kind of, like, monster friend kind of thing? And then it didn't, and I was like... Well, and I was actually thinking, like, oh, I, it can't canoodle with its, with his mom, so it's canoodling with him. Yeah, it's like, it's really a misunderstood creature. Yeah. And then, but, like, the way he kept writing it was that it was like, it's a predator, like, just toying with its prey. Um, I was like, that could be the over uh, after imagination of a child. This thing could actually just be one friend. And it was like, I was kind of, like, getting some sympathy points for the creature toward the the creature 
And actually, that's one point where the painting of a picture was just out the window because it's like, it's on top of me. It's like, I, I was like, so is it like on top of you or is it like, does, is it arm on top of yeah. you? Like arm and shoulder? Like... Because initially, when it, when he t- says that, it's like I got the impression that it was just on. Because I mean, if and it's then, like, on as, you, like Jesus Christ, how are you moving? Like, yeah. And then as he described it, it was like, oh, the arms on. And you. it's like so he it's can like, get hands under the pillow. Like it yeah, was just, exactly. it was a fucking, it's a it was of, a mess. Yeah, I, that, I think that's what left my confusion originally. So yeah. Um, but the rest of the times where he just wakes up in the middle of the night, just I don't know again if like maybe I was just so easily to go there. Wow, that wasn't a good sentence. Um, I don't know if it was just so easy for me to get there to see it, um, or if it was actually the words. I'm willing to give the author the benefit of the doubt and say it was the words. Um, but yeah, the rest of it was just, I don't know. It painted a picture where my mind just fucking went nutter butters, and it was delightful. Yeah, and it wasn't mm. like like I was actually I was I was reading because last last week we had the really flowery prose, and I was like, and I'm reading this one, and it's like this is a little bit slow, but it's not as like poetic exactly. as the last one, and that's mm. that's and that's what I was looking at. That's what like, allows you to paint the picture because yeah. you're not trying to figure out what all of these synonyms mean. Yeah, like mm-hmm. okay, it's great you have a thesaurus. But you use language that your reader can immediately look at the word, know exactly what you mean, mm-hmm. and then start painting the picture. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how you get the picture painted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And this one was definitely being achieved. Yes. This one worked. Like, I mean, they took their time, especially at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> um, getting to the good stuff. But by the time they got to the good stuff, you had a good picture. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas last week it was, you know, you extended your vocabulary by like five words, unless you but, already knew them. Yeah. Um, but you didn't, you couldn't see the fucking forest for the trees. <laughs> or the canyon. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I was definitely like looking at this one, it's like, because I, I I had heard about this one because it's actually popped up a, a past of the month on Creepypasta.wiki a couple of times, um, and I know like a couple like I think last year it was like a really big popular one online. Um, so I was like curious to see like, but I hadn't really read actually hadn't read it until I, like we picked it for this one. And I was like, what's this? All? So I was I was I was like diving into this one like I was, all right, I gotta be a little bit more critical. See I can actually on. agree then, with this but, one being popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is not. This one's actually this is good. not um, fucking Hefe the Killer. <laughs> That's a pretty low bar. <laughs> well, yeah, but that one was also well, very that's popular. That's true, yeah. That one was... Uh, I My brain slips away from how that one was popular. But okay, yeah. Really? Because I already laid it out. And we, we did, did, yeah. It. <laughs> it had a cool image. But that's this really one cool. actually ha- is a functioning story. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. It, it's, it's fat where it should be fat. It's skinny where it should be skinny. It's just... Are there flaws? Yes, but... Yes, but, I mean, I can read a Stephen King novel and find flaws. Yeah. That's actually... Wow, that's really high praise. Compared no, to, kind it's, of just, it's just saying that everything has flaws. Mm-hmm. Except for me. But I'm not a thing of person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, uh, do we have anything else to say about this one? Before we move um, on to recommendations? Just, I'm just gonna ask uh, you to remind me that I didn't hate this when, when we, we looked the at sequel. the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, the sequels <laughs> look pretty short compared to I, I tend so... to um, 
I tend to forget that I ever liked any of one movie. <laughs> no end house. <laughs> no end. Actually, I'm getting I'm getting like flashbacks of No End House, the first review, because it's like it paints a really good picture. I really kind of enjoyed the story, and then like when we did No End House two, it's like I hate this fucking story. It's like you didn't hate the last one. I was like, I'm sure I did. It's like no, you didn't. Yeah, I have it on recording. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Okay. Yeah. See, so, yeah, uh, I fear yeah. this is going to be a repeat of No End House. I think so. Uh, well, well, you know, and the thing is, is if it it it's, keeps it's, hitting the same marks as this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will be just like that because I'll hate the next one. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. been there, done that. I got the T-shirt. I got the picture with Mickey. I don't need to go back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. And this and the other and like some of the other sequels we've done. I believe the the first the next two sequels are actually done by Michael. So. Thumbs up, hopefully. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess... I, I like I liked the work here. Yeah. Alright, so recommendations then. Um, yeah, apparently... Yeah, I'm actually all for this one. Wow. Um, it has flaws, yeah. but, you know, I'm sure Michelangelo's David has. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to pretty much repeat what Leviathan said. Like, it has flaws, yeah, um, but I enjoyed the read um, for the most part. Um, and I liked the, despite the fact that the ending could have been a little bit, could have gone better, um, the creature was a cool design throughout, so, yeah, I'll recommend it. At the very least, go check out a, a, a reading of it, because I'm sure there's a really good one, which I will leave a link in the description below where this gets posted. <laughs> uh, and, like, um, well, aside from the whole science thing, which really didn't need to be there, the it, mentioning it of being a science man and then yeah. at the end stating, well, it could, I can't just discount these science-y things that I haven't read about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't even read the Wikipedia entries on. <laughs> yes. And have not looked up what, uh, what night terrors are. Yeah. Because that would pretty much, oh yeah, it's only night terrors. Well, because it, night yeah. terrors aren't the it word now. No. Yeah. yeah. Sleep paralysis is the the vo- the thing that's in vogue right now. Yeah, yeah. So you, you take that out and actually focusing on the monster, it seems a lot more supernatural. Yeah. In origin, which actually makes the story better, in my opinion, because there's no real explanation of the well, why and the, the best part there. is is if it had if he hadn't have tried to do the science bits, mm-hmm. it could have been open as to interpretation. Is it a night terror? Yeah. Is it a monster in the walls? Mm-hmm. We might be having a different argument or discussion right now exactly. if, if it had been there, because we we might have two sides. Like, no, this is supernatural. No, and then Mikey would be like, no, no, sleep paralysis, guys. It's not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so. then spark kick to the chin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, like I said, the the monster was good. It made it for an enjoyable read. So I'm recommending it. Wow. Three recommendations. All right, Michael White, White House, you did good. <laughs> it's three bloody scrap cloth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was this week's episode of El Dante Rigmortis. Uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, uh, you can leave us a comment in the comment section below, wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter now, at Dr. Leviathan and Review Cultist and E stands for Evil. <laughs> um... 
And if you want, you can uh, get a hold of us by sending us an email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's, that's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can send us emails for and suggestions for creepypastas you'd like to discuss on the show. Wow, I really butchered that. Okay. Um, also, you can send us a, rate us on iTunes and send us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, also, uh, you can check out title, uh, title cards for each episode at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And... We're on Patreon, so if you'd like to support us um, and like to check out our uh, Patreon, um, just go to uh, patreon.aldenterigamortis. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. This is uh, going to be a pro- <laughs> Thank you. Please tell me you got that. <laughs> yeah, I did get that recorded. <laughs> There's your bumper.